It's the Said G Podcast Show. Hood, social politics. Factual facts. The hood meets society. Kicking social matters. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Welcome to the Said G Podcast Show. Salute to Gurney, Illinois. Thank you for checking out the show. I no longer go by the title, Said G Podcast Show. I took the word show off of the title, so it's officially known as Said G Podcast. I was thinking about a good topic for the show, and then I get a text from a friend. A friend I've known for many years. Not to put my age out there, but I've known this friend for many years an old friend and this friend sent me this text just to abruptly end our friendship literally sent me a text message to diss me out the blue unbelievable so i started thinking what exactly is a friend this is one of the things that's supposed to be one of our everything's in life it's nothing like a good friend huh let's take a look at it Friends, right here on Said G Podcast. This is a public service announcement. Mental health is a serious issue. I've dealt with depression, and I can tell you that it's no joke. You feel low, low self-esteem, bad eating bad sleeping, and sometimes feeling suicidal. It feels like there is nothing else in the tank of life. If you feel like this, seek help today. We must break the stigma of confusing this with mental health retardation. There are many organizations out there that can help. Seek one today. people kill your dreams or thoughts it's best to limit the presence of folks in your circle that doesn't have the same passion as you do about your thoughts and your dreams sometimes it's people that sit right next to us hoping that we fail at trying to achieve goals chasing our passion and executing a plan life is full of pitfalls but what matters most is that you persevere a message from said g podcast Welcome back to Said G Podcast. I almost said the Said G Podcast show. And I really put that title, the, the word show, in the title because I have been broadcasting radio shows off and on for like a long time. So I've been doing this for quite some time now. So I'm so used to using the word show. But, you know, I just wanted to shorten the title up and just make it simple so... For now on, it's called the Said G Podcast. Friends. How many of us have them? Let's be friends. I'm sure people from my age bracket or younger people as well because the song Friends by the rap group Houdini is like a classic record 
So you may catch younger people actually singing that record. They still play it in the clubs. They still get a lot of rotation on radio. And I'm sort of old school, so I listen to a lot of old school hip hop. So, you know, I just think that that whole, that whole Houdini album with that, that song Friends on there, it was just a slamming album. They first couple of albums were hot albums, classics. Shouts out to the hip hop legends, Houdini. But it's still a, a, a serious topic that people question all the time. You know, you have to question the word friends and how people just use it. And sometimes they use it where they're using it against you. You know, it's like a double-edged sword. So it makes you question who is actually your friend and how do they interpret friend because people take it in so many different type of ways. You know, you would think it's supposed to be all love if you call somebody your friend. But me, I think that people took the word friend too far as it relates to me. And now I just don't use the word at all. You know, I consider people associates or you my fam and that's just it, you know. But I see how far people take the word friend. And when you're younger kids, you know, you tend to use that word friend a lot more. And some people are able to build friendships from elementary school or their parents was cool and they just got to hung, hang with each other a lot or play with each other a lot as kids. You know, do you have people in your family that you may consider a friend, you know, so... It could be interpreted in many different ways, you know. And I took the liberty of looking up the actual definition of friend. And it says here, a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. Yeah, so when you look at a friend, it's supposed it's supposed to be like a family type thing. It's like an extended family. It's supposed to be like that. And you know, um, nowadays I, I when I speak about a female or something, I may call something or I may call that female a friend. But I rarely call guys my friends nowadays. You know, I just consider people associates, and it's not like I be out there trying to look for friends. You know, you may have a friend that's in the industry that you're working, working with. You know, y'all got a good relationship. You know, I got a lot of good relationship with people, you know, across the country just from me doing this broadcasting thing, you know. But it's people you may consider a friend at work, you know. So it's different type of variations when it comes to the term friend. And like I was talking about in the intro what made me even come up with this topic because I had an old friend that sent me a text and it sort, of, it sort of shocked me. And I had to really think about that, you know. And I know this person sent me this text because this person is looking for a response. And I never did respond to that because I felt it was a disrespectful text. You know, and I, I never, you know, once upon a time in my life, I may not have the best attitude with people. I've apologized to people since then. I had to rebuild relationships with people, you know. And sometimes, you know, some of those people, I say, okay, if I made you feel a certain way, you get, you got the right to kick me in my butt, you know. So I tend to let people, you know, express their 
thing towards me, you know, and it went over time. But again, I ended up moving to another city and moving to another state and I just built me a whole nother life somewhere else. And these particular friends or older friends, they may not be have adjusted to that yet. So they may be still looking at me as the person from way back in the day. Or even if you have any growth, like in my situation, I used to run the streets, used to hustle in the streets, just run the streets. But people sort of just only look at you as that. They never think you're going to actually pick up a book and read it. They never think you're going to have any type of spirituality about yourself. They never think you're going to read spiritual readings like the Bible or the Quran because I read both of the books. You know, they, they don't think you're going to educate themselves or educate yourself, you know. And when you start educating yourself, you start seeing things. You know, you start growing spirituality because when you had something going on, they will jump, they, their spirituality would leak out and you can't help but tell that because you done studied spirituality. You know this situation is not right. <clears throat> but anyway, this old friend sent me a text and told me that we got to break off our relationship. We cannot associate with each other because of I have another platform that's called Gangsta's Paradise. So I tell cautionary street tales. Now, mind you, this old friend has never supported anything I ever had going on. Never listened to none of my programs, nothing, period. It's the first time this person has went and listened to one of my programs. And sometimes people hear those programs, they pick up bits and pieces of it and they take, take it and run, but they don't recognize the real message in it. Some people do, some people get it, some people don't. Obviously, this person took bits and pieces of that and ran with it. And then said, this is a conflict of interest. This don't have anything to do with your job. We rarely have any type of association whatsoever. We may talk once or twice, maybe out of a year. We may send a text here and there, but our lives is not lined up with each other. I barely even see this person, barely even talk to the person. When I talk to the person, it's a combat, combative conversation. This person talking smart to me or something like that or just trying to act mean towards me. And this is what I get for letting people go so long with trying to express their frustration towards me or whatever they got towards me so they get to the point where they think they can just call me and just say anything. This don't have nothing to do with, your, with that person's job at all. That just lets me know you never supported me in the beginning. You was never my friend. Instead of being congratulating me, if it's got something to do with your job or whatever, just cut it off, you know, cut me off. You don't have to send me that text. But all the time, this person's just looking for a response. And I never responded to that. So what happened is I get another text the next day. I already know it's about a response. Well, you never responded. Yeah, I know. I mean, this person got the nerve to want me to respond to something so you could be mean towards me. Like, literally pick up the phone just to tell me that you don't want to deal with me no more when we're not dealing with each other in the beginning. So I have to look at the word friend. I have to look at that word friend. I never pressure my friends or whoever to support anything I have going on. I don't even bring this stuff up, you know. 
because I already know the business. I went to school for this stuff. I have a degree in communication, so I understand trying to get people that's supposed to be supposedly supposed to be close around you to support what you got going on. Me personally, I skip over all that. I learned a long time ago, don't put all your peas in, in one pot. You'll get disappointed like that. So if the, if the, the door is closed on you right here, you got to go across the street and knock on that door. If that door is closed on you, you need to knock on the door next door. I've learned that a long time ago. And so I know when you have something going on, somebody's spirit is going to leak out and they're going to reach out to you and they're going to try to knock you off your square. And here's the interesting thing about that. They don't even know what they're doing. And this friend really got concocted in the head that this is right. They're calling disrespect me on something you never supported. Come on the butt end, listen to bits and pieces of it. And got a bunch of con stuff concocted in, in that person's head. This is ludicrous. So I had to look at the word friend. I just talked to a friend of mine. You know, I consider a best friend and... People who I got love for, I, I had to tell them, look, we got to stop doing the friend thing. Either we fam or we not fam. And I addressed them as such. When I addressed them, I say, what's going on, fam? Which means when I say fam, which means we can bump heads and we can work it out. Even though it's a hard thing to do that with your actual family. Like they say, you can't pick your family. Yeah, I can't pick my family, but I can pick who I, who I kick it with or who I chill with, who I conversate with, and I get to pick my circle, you know? And that's what it is. So you had to question the word friend. What do you consider friends? Like I said, that's supposed to be one of our everythings in life. You should be able to call a friend and lean on that friend's shoulder. You're supposed to call a friend in, in case you want to vent about something, you know, you may need to borrow something, you know, and you got to be the same with that friend. Like, I got this undenying loyalty to people, certain people, and I don't want, I didn't want to go through my life without enhancing a relationship or getting it back on the same page because I had been so dislodged from people from, for so long, haven't talked to people in many years, you know. And even with the friendships that I, I I destroyed, you know, I had to put those back together, you know, so we can have some fellowship with each other, you know. And that's a, that's a big job right there, you know. When I come back in this, this next segment, I found out some interesting things in the different perspectives and the different meanings and the variations about the word friend. It's a said G podcast show. I'll be right back. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Gangsta's Paradise, where I kick cautionary street tales. If I can save one person for going down that path of being a street hustler, that's the win for the community. Gangsta's Paradise on YouTube. Go subscribe now. My salute to Glenwood, Skokie, Aurora, Peoria, Bloomington and Lansing, Illinois. You know, I'm always thankful for the audience. I want to thank Illinois for checking out this podcast. The audience is really growing in that state. The Midwest, what it do? Salute. One love, family. 
You guys can follow me on social media like Facebook at Said G Podcast Show. Catch me on IG at Said G Pod or on Twitter at Mr. 911. That's M I S T A 911. My YouTube page is consistently growing, and you guys can go subscribe to Said G Podcast Show right there on YouTube. Appreciate you, family. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. I love doing this. I love talking to the audience. I love kicking real stuff to the audience. You know, there's just a lot going on in this world. And I like to bring up good topics on this podcast. You know, y'all got to get over to YouTube and subscribe to my Gangster's Paradise YouTube channel. G-A-N-G-S-T-A apostrophe S Paradise Gangsters Paradise You know I talk a lot of Cautionary street tales You know It's all about intervention and prevention And it's sparking up a lot of conversation You know about Street stuff Mob stories Hood stories Gangster stories You know whatever you want to call it, but it's sparking up a lot of conversation over there. You know, there's a lot of people that's knowledgeable about mob stuff or street hip uh, hustle, hustlers, friends. How many of us have them from the classic record, Friends by Houdini? You know, I got really passionate in that first segment because like I said, that disturbed me for a brief moment that somebody would pop up out the blue and just want to say, hey, I can't associate myself with you no more because of my job when we have no association at all. You just let me know that you was never my friend. You never supported anything that I got going on, you know, and some people think you just don't notice that. But I just I'm not a person that looks for that or stress that. So. I expect a friend to congratulate me. Congratulate me first before you try to diss me. You know, and if I say don't wait 20 years to diss me, diss me from the beginning so we don't have to carry on, you know. You try to be nice to people, you try to show love to people and, you know, just be nice to people or whatever. They just take it for granted and they think they can just say anything to you. And this is what I suppose to consider a friend this is why I don't use the word friend that often, you know. And I looked this up right here, and it's, it's interesting what it says about the word friendship. Friendship is a relationship of mutual affection between people. It is a stronger form of interpersonal bond. That's what I say. You get interpersonal, especially from an adolescent age. Interpersonal bond than an association. So that's what I call people associates nowadays. That means our relationship is really not that cool. We cordial with each other, but we're not buddies. We're not calling each other or hanging out or anything like that. And has been studied in academic fields such as communications, sociology, social psychology, anthropology, and philosophy. You know, a lot of this stuff, you know, 
yeah, uh, professional scholars actually study these things. You know, these people study all kind of stuff. They basically write the, the textbooks in college. So, and you can see all these professional fields, they basically know about friendship. You know, I'm a major in communication, so it tells you about communicating with people. Even with their friend, they called me. That's why I say it's not about the job. When you this person called me, it's, it's always combative, com, combative, you know, getting smart with me, you know, just trying to basically kill anything I say. So I had to take a lot of patience to that. You know, and then when you start getting back with them and you start, you know, raising your shoulders up and lifting your head up and say, wait a minute, you're going too far here. Guess what happened? They'll hang up on you or something, you know. They'll call talking all that stuff on the phone just to hang up on you because you no longer is going along with this person is talking about. I had a couple of friends that um, that tried that with me. Here's the interesting thing about it. They'll twist it around and try to diss you, you know. You're not going for what they talking about, but the whole mission is to diss you, you know. And that person actually sent me another text message and say, oh, okay, well, i see you, see you later, have a nice one. And that was the whole thing from the beginning because I could have been broke out with an argument with this person. But since I'm a communications major, I sort of know how to uh, diffuse it before I even get started. Let's not start this back and forth thing looking for this response. We're not about to do that, and I didn't, so let's move on. Although there are many forms of friendship, some of which may vary from place to place, certain characteristics are present in many types of such bonds. Like I was saying, the different types of variations of the word friend. It could be looked at in many different ways, you know, many different ways, and people take it to me too far sometimes. And like it was talking about characteristics, characteristics include affection, kindness. I was just talking about kindness, love. I try to show love. Obviously, that don't work because the other person is not feeling that love or grasping that. You know, it's stuff that's going on in people's head and they think you're supposed to understand that. No, you're stuck in your own world. Sympathy, empathy, honesty. That's why I just said keeping it 100 altruism loyalty i said i had this this loyalty about myself and I, sometimes i may go too far with the loyalty thing that's why i'd be glad when people actually call me and diss me that's just one less person i had to deal with it just gone and scratch you off the list you know because you was never with me in the beginning generosity forgiveness mutual understanding and compassion mutual understanding is a big big part of communications Enjoyment of each other's company. Some people I just love to kick it with. Some people I'd rather not, rather not be in their presence. Trust and the ability to be oneself. Being yourself, important. Express one's feelings to another. That's what I said, that friend. You can lean on that person's shoulder. That person not gonna tell anybody. They're not trying to tell you how to do your life or nothing. They just there to be an ear, you know. Like, sometimes you just want people to listen. You don't need constructive criticism all the time. You just want to vent, you know. And make mistakes without fear of judgment from the friend. That's being supportive. That's being supportive. So if I'm doing something that's affecting you, we should be able to constructively talk about it. Not call and diss me and all this stuff like that. 
You know, it became funny, you know. Friendship is an essential aspect of relationship building skills. Like I was saying, building relationship, that's an important thing. You know, people just not into building relationship, you know. Like I said, a lot of this stuff start in childhood, you know. Understanding of friendship in children tends to be more heavily focused on areas such as common activities, physical proximity, and shared expectations. Yeah, you start bonding with kids, you know, um, when y'all got things in common. And kids you don't have things in common with, you sort of stray away from them, you know. I experienced that in life, you know, growing up. You had kids that like to bully other people. That just wasn't my thing. These kids over here, they like to fight and all this stuff. I'm one of the chill kids, you know. Uh, and you go through, a lot of times, you go through adolescence with some of the same kids, you know. You've been in the same class with them, living in the same neighborhood. And some people, like a lot of my people, I've been knowing since I was seven years old and still know them to this day. May talk to them every now and then, you know. And I had to switch them from the friend stage into the fam stage. You know, and this goes into adulthood, like I said. Friendship in adulthood provides companionship, affection, as, w as well as emotional support. Like I was saying, those emotions, supporting someone's emotion that may be going through something. That's what a friend's supposed to be. But like I said, people don't take the word literal friend. Things just change over time. So it's like the word friend just played out to a certain degree. You may have people still say this is my best friend from ever in the day. So uh, adults may find it particularly difficult to maintain meaningful friendships in the workhouse. Yeah, you know, it can be kind of iffy at work. When you're at work, you know, you're basically dealing with different cliques of people. You know, people like to click with each other with their own kind. You got the messy folks over here, they gossiping and staying in guys faces and dude you got some people over here they just want to go there and go to work that's it you know then you got your, your managers and your supervisor and they all it just really sometimes just be a big mess at work you know there's no organization sometimes and they expect the work to get done they're expecting all the, the production and all that so you know it, it, it could be iffy at work but you know you still can build up some friendships at work people you work with been around them for 20 or 30 years and y'all retired together you know it could be some relationship but that's an iffy thing at work at least in my opinion and then you have your oldest adult older adults continue to report high levels of personal satisfaction in their friendship as they age yeah you, you sort of tend to treasure friendships more when you get older you know especially somebody you've known for 50 and 60 years you know and as you get older some some people just friends just fall off you know i just had a uh, classmate pass away guy i've been going to school with forever you know and i didn't even make it to the funeral you know so i salute to duran gibson one moment of silence for duran gibson Appreciate that, family. Appreciate that. But as you get older, you start to treasure friendships a lot more than you did, you know, basically like when you were a kid, because you really treasure friendship when you're a kid, you know. And a lot of times, you know, we bump heads with, with friends and we may be mad at them. We may not talk to them for a long time, you know. Then you get older, then you finally talk to each other and you feel like, 
you know, y'all got into it over some petty stuff. Y'all, like, really outgrown that, you know. And then you just got those backstabbing friends, you know, just backstabber, you know, they tell all your business. Then that person phase, then this person phase, they running back telling you the other person's business, just messy, you know, just messy, you know. And even when you try to get yourself organized and you really just want to do different things in life and you have people that just don't have that same enthusiasm about themselves you know it could be a really drag to try to limit your friendship with people especially if you've been knowing that person for a long time they, they can put you in a war like literally like people some people just can't take people stop being friends with them they, they some people just hate that you know you don't stop being friends with me what's wrong with you you know, they'll come throw a brick through your window or something, you know. They're just ready to throw down and fight. Just because you want to do different things in your life. Look, look, we need to chill out on our friendship. You know, I don't want to hang out no more. I don't want to get drunk. I don't want to get high. Whatever the case may be. You know, we still could be cool, but I'm just not going to be spending so much time over here doing this. You know, some people just don't like that. You know, you putting yourself in a, at risk, you know. You putting yourself <laughs> in a good war with somebody if you take that route, you know. Because some people just can't understand logic. Some people just can't understand it. And then mental health have a lot to do with it. You know, uh, some people um, have certain uh, things that goes along with them, so they can't exactly form friendships like that. You know, they may seem kind of off or awkward or something like that. Uh, you got people with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD. You got people that got autism. You got people that got Down syndrome. You know, people that have health issues, especially if they got something going on terminally, you know, and they may not have that family around them that, that shows them love like that. Some of the people can be really mean, you know, like literally. Then you got your mental health stuff, you know. The lack of friendship has been found to play a role in increasing risk of suicide ideation among female adolescents, including having more friends who are not themselves friends with one another. You know, this, this stuff can trigger suicidal tendencies. You know, a lot of them people that be going on these on uh, these shooting mass shootings and shooting sprees and then they turn around and commit suicide. You know, a lot of those people be lonely, you know. A lot of them people would be lonely. They don't be having no friends or nothing like that. And they just hate people and they hate society because people can't understand them. You know, it's hard for them to, uh, to be friends with people. You know, having few or no friends is a major indicator in the diagnosis of a range of mental disorders. And some people who do befriend people, they screw over the friendship. They go through friends like it's nothing, you know. That's what a lot of sociopathic people do. You know, this is for real. Higher friendship quality directly contributes to self-esteem, self-confidence, and social development. You got to have good self-esteem to, to, uh, to be friends with people because sometimes you can attract people around you. You know, you can literally attract people to you. And I think that's more the thing with me because I'm an introvert, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm an introvert, so I'm not that sociable when I first meet people, like I had to get to know you for me to just open up to you, you know. 
So, and I had my times where I wasn't friendly and all that. So that's because I was so hood at one time. So that's what's going on with friends, you know. Uh, it's interesting, all the little different types of ways people look at friends, you know. I think it's a iffy word, it's a sensitive word. It's like walking on thin ice if you're walking around calling people your friends. Some people take it to the literal literal uh, extent where they think they can use that against you. I personally don't use the word that much. And I'm really, really thinning out on who I call my friend because I just want to just throw away the word period out of my vocabulary. But that's just me. Other people may think differently. It's a G podcast show. Friends, how many of us have them? Share this episode. Tell a friend. Click that subscribe button. Peace out. One love, family.